Welcome to the long and short of the week ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Thanks, Matt. Okay, yeah, I mean, I think there are a few things that we are looking forward to on the calendar next week. I mean, firstly, after the ECB this week, the big focus next week turns to the to, to the FOMC, uh, and specifically, you know, with uh, with the the recent rhetoric turning a little more hawkish, you know, how talking about inflection point, uh, talking about the recovery suddenly gathering speed, uh, then I think the emphasis starts to swing back towards the growth picture in the US. I think this is a, an important point, you know, a possible adjustment to the to to the narrative around growth. Uh, whether or not there's any expectation that we are um, approaching a period where we may be defining something as um, a substantial further progress, although uh, I think that will we have to be communicated very carefully. I think, though, we are likely at a position where we are no longer not even thinking about thinking about raising rates, but um, that H2 is going to be very strong, uh, and therefore uh, we are going to need to start to consider how we we communicate a normalization of rates. So, uh, you know, if I guess to, to, to describe it as no longer full foot to the floor uh, in the US, but certainly with a, a, an eye to the road ahead, that's uh, where we see the Fed. Secondly, um, you know, Thursday and Friday of next week, we see Q1 GDP figures from both the US and the Eurozone. And I think this is going to be very specific, particularly bearing in mind our um, expectations that there is greater differentiation in the recovery from this particular COVID crisis. Uh, Expectations are around the 6% annualized level for US Q1 GDP growth. Um, And in the Eurozone, as was suggested uh, at the ECB meeting uh, this week, uh, we're still expecting a negative print in Q1. Now, both of those are before uh, we're expecting uh, an acceleration back into positive territory uh, in the Eurozone in Q2 and a further, faster acceleration of uh, US growth in, into Q2. But I still think that this very much fits with the differentiation theme that we've been looking at over a number of weeks now. And lastly, on Friday, you know, in some respects, the final piece of the puzzle, if you will, you know, uh, we'll be looking at the China PMI data for April. You know, after uh, China has attained its pre-COVID activity levels, the focus comes back to where is the sustained or equilibrium level of growth output in in, um, China at the moment? What is the baseline growth level? You know, and what's the interesting point, particularly for areas such as uh, the Eurozone, which are very dependent on export demand-led growth, uh, and I think this has important connotations for growth expectations or sustainable growth expectations for a number of other global export economies uh, going forward. So these are the, the, the three areas, I think, that will drive sentiment and, uh, and positioning uh, next week. Thank you, Neil. So there's certainly a lot for investors to be thinking about, thinking about this week. So last week, as we sort of turned our attention to matters outside of financial markets, you mentioned that uh, you're going to be venturing to a restaurant for the first time uh, as part of the lockdown easing. How did that go? And yes, I did. Uh, I did manage to uh, to dine out uh, for the first time in a very long period uh, last week. Um, and whilst 
my food may have got colder a little quicker sat outside than I would have liked. Uh, it was a very pleasant experience all in. There are two events that I think are quite interesting over this week, uh, over the course of this weekend. The uh, the League Cup final um, that is in the UK that was between Spurs and Manchester City, and that will take place uh, in front of 8,000 fans, which is something of an anomaly uh, over uh, recent times. Uh, and of course, the Oscars. Do you know anything about the Oscars, Matt? I think the only fact that I know about the Oscars is that um, this year is going to be the third year in a row where there's no host. Um, which for me, I think you lose some of the some of the magic, but um, but no, I can't I can't claim to be an expert on the Oscars. No, me neither. Although I did enjoy the film, uh, the Trial of the Chicago Seven. I do think there's a joke in there somewhere about um, you know the uh, backers of uh, films in the Oscars desperately wanting people to uh, to, to to watch their projects and uh, and those in the League Cup final, where uh, after the debacle of the Super League. The owners of both Spurs and Manchester City may rather that this was taking place behind closed doors uh, after recent events. Thank you, Neil. And thank you for joining us for the long and short of the week ahead. Further insights are available on our website, horizonsljcapital.com forward slash insights. We look forward to you joining us again next week for more insights into macroeconomic events and the long and short of the week ahead.